I'm telling you right now, Ferruzzi just walked in. He's sweating like crazy. He saw 17 to 20 before he got here. He's been out there looking at stuff. I mean, you're you're amazing. Are you all right? Not true. How many did you see? 20? No, today. Well, I think this week we'll have seen about uh, just over 50. But That's to, a good week. Today's about seven or eight. Well, come that, on, you're that, slacking, that, man. You should have done 20 by no, the time you that, pulled up on the driveway that's today. That's plenty. That's plenty, believe me. Um, we've got uh, Making Your Home Great with Tim Ferruzzi, of course. He was in Good, Housekeeping, uh, Good Housekeeping Magazine a couple of weeks ago. Uh, yet to get the copy. Maybe he brought it in. I don't know. 919-860-9783. A lot of people are doing a lot of home improvement. We got into a thing in my neighborhood about uh, roofing, and Ferruzzi was uh, on top of the list there. And, you know, you want to you want to, you want to call a couple of people and make sure Highland Roofing NC is some of the people you call to make sure because uh, he hand nails everything. I mean, this is quality work. So 919-860-9783, any home remodeling question you have, whether it's gutters, roofing, uh, you know, you're putting in a new uh, bathroom, whatever you want to do, give us a call, okay? 919-860-9783. we got a lot of questions for you. And uh, we got some email questions we'll get to in a second, but we're waiting for your calls at uh, 919-860-9783. You know, uh, I had an interesting email question, uh, Tim. It was like, and the guy said, well, who works for Tim Ferruzzi? And I, I don't, I don't, I'm not, a, I don't think he's thinking about, you know, any particular ethnic group. He's just like, who are these people that you hire? Because you got to have good people, right? Or you wouldn't be staying in business. So that's something that you determine that you, you hire the best and you make sure that they stay with you too, right? Yeah, we do a, a fairly thorough job of uh, figuring out who they are and, and what they can do. And uh, obviously, we want hard workers that are going that we can trust, that be in people's homes that are uh, friendly. And um, so that's. So you, you got quality people, quality and, and people. they've been with you for a long time. I've met, actually met some of them. I went on a couple of jobs with uh, Tim when he went and talked to some people, and I kind of do that for myself because I'm the host of the show, and I've done it with some of the other uh, uh, guests that we've had on just to see how they operate. And I'll tell you what, I don't, he wasn't doing anything special because I was tagging with him, but he spends a lot of time, and what he does, he looks at everything. I mean, you may want something done, and then Tim's going to look at some different things too, and answer as many questions as you possibly as he possibly can. Because sometimes it's deferred. In other words, you think it's this, but it's something else. And Tim points out, "Oh, you, you have that happens to you all the time." It does a lot. Uh, give, well, give him a, give is, him an example good, of which that. Which is good for the customer, right? You know, the more information, the better the decision. Um, I mean, give me an idea like that, because a lot of the water problems well, are the gutter. Uh, yeah, a perfect example is, uh, you know, uh, issues with moisture in the house or water under the house or rotten uh, wood or why is there water coming down this wall, things of that sort. And, uh, you know, I'll start looking at the whole picture and I'll, you know, I'll start analyzing and figuring out, you know, where does it come from and what are the solutions and, um, you know. We use a lot of redundancy in the way we do it and in the way we do our process of work to make sure that it doesn't come back. You know, I got an email question. The guy said, I'm converting an attic into a bedroom. The biggest problem isn't tall enough. 
and uh, you know, I and that's a little scary. I've seen that where you know you're knocking out uh, part of the roof and all that kind of stuff. And uh, and uh, he he asked whether or not gable dormer windows are often used to increase ceiling height. Yeah, um, I would think that if you don't have height, you know, enough height, say it's five feet all the way across the entire roof line while you're in the attic, I wouldn't think that would be a feasible project. But if it's seven or eight feet in the middle and you've got a good eight, nine foot span where you can get some good ceiling height, and it starts to drop down to four, five feet, three feet from there on, you can still utilize that space. But yeah, dormers are always a good way to to uh, open some of that. I mean, do a large dormer. Uh, typically, you'll see that off of a back of a house, more of a lean style type mm-hmm. to to get that headroom, and then people add dormers on the front of the house just to uh, for aesthetics and also to uh, have some uh, windows for the room because to be a bedroom you have to have windows and a closet. And you know, and I guess you know we were our neighbor was over uh, actually today, and I was listening, and her her son lives in Houston, and we were talking about the power bill at our house was enormous the heat and then my mm-hmm. my daughter and son-in-law have been staying with us they're leaving today but uh, the, it was like outrageous and my neighbor was saying that they put and her son's in Houston now. Mm-hmm. I used to live there it's hot there mm-hmm. they put some kind of insulation in the attic and the bill you know you talked about that one time what is it they spray something up there and really well, there's lots of things you can do uh, you... because I'm thinking about doing it because I think there's a lot of heat and coolness getting out of there through that well, upstairs. you know, those attic areas, uh, kind of like you have, those bonus rooms, those yeah. are always difficult situations uh, no matter what you do. But well, they call it a frog, a room over the mm-hmm. garage. Mm-hmm. Frog, but, room. Uh, yeah, those rooms are difficult. But but there's things, you you know, you uh, fur out the joists that are up there, get it down to a, at least a 2 by uh, 10 You put up, you know, R30 insulation, of course, uh, I've done some jobs before I did any of that where I came in and I sprayed uh, a coating to act as a radiant break uh, on my existing plywood and and, uh, and uh, lumber, trusses or, or rafters, whichever, and then uh, insulated as well. And uh, then you do some additional things you can do, additional layers. You can do the drywall. You can do... Uh, but it works though, right? It does work, yep. Because and, it, th- his like uh, air conditioning or whatever, Bill, was nothing. You know, because mm-hmm. they they did what you said up yeah. there, yeah. and it really helps a lot because yeah. I think so much is escaping up there. Yeah, I did one room. I did a, a couple attics at my house years ago, and I used every technique possible, including some extras. And I tell you what, that if, if we've got the thermostat in that zone of the house at seventy eight, eighty, it's cold. Oh man! Whereas in other parts of the house, you're you know, killing me with this one, Ferozzi. It needs to. Be I down think to we're 70. down to seventy-two, seventy-three, yeah. and I'm telling my wife we got to get up to seventy-five. Yeah. You walk in this room, and it's in an attic, and it's two attic, three areas that we're see. Here. That's the problem. Yeah. So, it, it, and it was very effective. I mean, and, and folks, think about that with nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. Whatever you got going on, because it's been hot, and uh, you know we're going to get there's uh, probably some rain coming up uh, next week. So this is the time when you're thinking about something. I'm not sure what I want to do. Should I do it? If I did it, what's it going to take? Now's the time to call Tim Ferruzzi, handyhelpers.com here on the show. 919-860-9783. 919-860-9783. Let me see. we got a situation here, another email with a house with an unfinished basement. is in a flood zone and floods from time to time. Golly. Please. 
Yeah, a lot of flood zones around here, isn't there? Yeah. I mean, it depends. Why are we the flood basin for the Noose River or something? I don't Never could understand what that meant. I'm in Fuquay, and it's a flood basin for the Noose River. Yeah, well, yeah. The Noose River must be pretty big. We like to put in floors, walls, and a ceiling when it floods, so the water quickly dissipates. Is there some wood or something? What do they do there? I see what their their problem is. Do they do it and they're just wasting their money? Well, I think you've got to do some things from the outside. We, you know, we need to look at your gutter system, make sure that the water is getting away and piped out. Uh, take care of some of those basic situations, vegetation around the yards, and uh, possibly some coatings. Uh, French drain. I'm not saying you got to do all of this, but but all those need to be looked at. You want to make sure the outside's done properly before you start investing money on the inside. Then once you feel real good about that and you've given a little bit of time to watch it and, and focus, then you make some decisions about what to do on the inside, whether it's raise the floor. Well, can you do that? Is that pretty easy to raise the floor? It is, but you still don't want uh, water going underneath that and mold to to be an issue. So you need to really address it from the outside first and try to get everything as dry as you can, then start with the interior renovation. And you can do some things on the wall as well, but again, you want to make sure you've taken care of your exterior issues and eliminate as much water as possible. See, this is what we were talking about with Feruzzi, uh, because he comes over, you might want to do this, and he's going to tell you the right way to do it. 919-860-9783, get off your desks and uh, give us a call. And, you know, you got something going on. We're always thinking about something. I know everybody that owns a home is sitting there, you know, if I did that, what would I do? How much would that gun? If I did this, what would happen? Now's the time to find out. Making your home great. 919-860-9783. Lines are open. Turn your phone into a microphone. Lines are open. 919-860-9783. Making your home great. Tim Ferruzzi's in the house with us. Don't forget, he's in the July issue of Good Housekeeping Magazine, folks. Talk about, uh, uh, you know, a great story on uh, Tim. And talked about, uh, well, just give us a little bit about the, we're going to pick this July issue up. The July issue, Good Housekeeping Magazine. I mean, it's one of the magazines that everybody picks up. And they interviewed you. Just give us a little, uh, you know, a little sample of what they talked about or what you talked about. The cliff notes, as we say. The yeah. cliff notes about it. Go ahead. Well, we talked about uh, the, the years in business, three decades. Mm-hmm. And um, th- I've got some of my family involved in the business helping me. We're very... Well, you uh, got your sons. Two sons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're very um, green-oriented. We're all, we're all about uh, uh, recycling, uh, energy efficiency, things of that sort, if a, if a client you know, is, is in that direction. And that's important to some people. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think people need to know that if that's what you're into, then well, we're going to take care of that uh, problem. Uh, yeah, and, and some, you know, and you just read article. But I, I did run into a person uh, yesterday, by the way, that went out and looked at her roof, and she was dead set. She was not going to use asphalt shingles, no petroleum. Uh, she's all about the recycled aluminum uh, for her roof. There you go. Period. She's that was gonna, it. Not going to support the uh, petroleum industry. She refuses. Okay. And it's going to cost her three times as much not to do but that. But that was okay with her when you told her that. Absolutely. Okay. we got a caller. I'm sorry, I can't read the name. Uh, what is the name? Uh, okay, we're getting the name correct here. Just want to make sure. Sometimes it's hard to hear. Isn't that something that you said, well, that's fine, but it's going to – and that she's okay with that. Mm-hmm. 
And she had already done some research. That's one of the petroleum. Well, they've been, you know, sticking it to us for years. No shingles. Yeah. I mean, you know, what what I don't like about, and I've done this on other talk shows when I was doing that kind of stuff, um, you know they're 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 whining now, but they made a billion dollars a week for like twenty years. You know, and uh, well, they're, they're still they're still making what, yeah, a half a yeah, billion. They, half a billion uh, yeah, we're broke. We're broke. Uh, we don't have any money. Yeah, right. <laughs> Give me a break. Okay, uh, let me get this uh, person on the air here. Uh, you're on the air. Hi, I, I, you're from Kerry, and uh, can you pronounce your name for us, please? Yeah, Pradeep. Okay, go right ahead. Talk slowly, clear. <laughs> Mister Feruzi is right here, listening to every word. Go ahead. Okay. I have a problem with my water heater in the attic. So when the temperature is hot, the pilot light goes off, you know, every day almost. And uh, I had a solar power fan, attic fan installed. So it did help for a couple of years, but now it's happening again. So do you have any solution? Huh. So are you relating the pilot light going out to the uh, circulation uh, going on in the attic? Yes. Okay. Because and only it happens when it is hot, you know. Right, it's right. When it when it pulls, when it pulls. Well, um, how close is the fan to the water heater? Oh, it's on the roof. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I mean, is it ten feet away? Yeah, about nine or ten feet. Away. Yeah, I would recommend that uh, you move one of them. Obviously, it would be easier to move the uh, solar attic fan. Uh, uh-huh. You know, maybe another ten or fifteen feet away is my recommendation. Uh-huh. Oh, instead of ten feet. I'm sorry? Move it closer or move it away? No, move it away. You, you know, you'll still get your movement in your attic, but uh, I think if you move it further away, you'll you'll be okay with that pilot light uh, staying on. Oh. That would be my first uh, first shot. The other, the other thing you could possibly do is consider putting some kind of barrier uh, that was obviously uh, approved and safe uh, to try to stop the water heater from being so affected by the pool of the air uh, in the attic, that might be your your least expensive alternative. You just have to plan that mm-hmm. one out properly and use the right material. You don't want to get it right up next to the water heater, obviously. But um, mm-hmm. but I would think moving the 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 thermostatic controlled or the solar fan, you know, way yeah. another ten feet would be the best way to do it. You can come over and look at it. Just to, uh, contact handyhelpers.com, dot com. Okay. Okay, Andy, okay. I mean, are you thinking that the heat up there is knocking it off? I'm, I'm no, like, it's when the fan kicks on, it causes oh. circulation, so he's getting a good pull, which is good. But because of the of the amount of air movement, it's blowing out his pilot light. And that's that that's stinks, unusual. right? I mean, you're, it's driving you nuts, is what it's doing, isn't it? Yes. It yeah, would yeah. drive me crazy. I'd start to get insane. I'd go outside and start screaming in the streets. You know, one of the things that... Uh, that That's me, though. Now, you don't need to do that. If you change the uh, thermal, uh, solar thermal, um, you'll solve that problem because then you'll have uh, hot water when it's hot outside. So yeah. you won't rely on... <laughs> you know, and let me, a, a, let me ask you, wait, and stay on the line here a second. I'm going to ask Tim something, and you might want to listen to this. Mm-hmm. Is it expensive to get it out of the attic and move it in some the garage? I mean, is that is that a big job? Uh, yeah, yeah, because of the piping. Oh yep. man, yep. see, I'm, I got the same problem you do. It's up in the attic. I, I hate it up there. Don't you? <laughs> yeah. So I have another question here. Absolutely, your the show is yours, sir. Go right ahead. I, I was told that I, if I close the ridge vents, which are above the solar uh, fan, mm-hmm. then it might help too. You know, and I cannot do it. I have to call somebody. So that's what he recommended. He closed the ridge vents, you know, four or five ridge vents around the solar fan, you know. That might help. 
Yeah, that's it's possible. Uh, and there's some schools of thought that say that if you have exhaust fans that you shouldn't have ridge vent. Uh, but my philosophy uh, is if you've got ridge vents, uh, that's great. They're passive. They let the warm air out the top because warm air rises. But if that fan does kick on, that means that the, the ridge vents just aren't able to handle the heat that's mm-hmm. accumulating in the attic. So I think it's always good to have you know, that system set up too. And, and it doesn't matter if the air comes this way or that way. As long mm-hmm. as you've got airflow and air moving in mm-hmm. the attic, it will go out somewhere. And I think that, uh, to me, is the most important thing. That's going to help yeah. you with your heating, your cooling bills, obviously, in the yeah. house. Yeah. yeah. And he's, he's telling me that just don't close all the regions, maybe half of them, you know, not all of them. You just leave the other half open you know, so that air can go out then. Yeah, I think that's going to cost you the same as it would to move the uh, the uh, solar fan. So I would recommend you move the solar fan and keep your ridge vents so that you have that oh. uniformity to the whole attic. Yeah. The problem but, is when you take those ridge vents out, you're losing the uniformity of your ventilation. Mm. But that's going to be an expensive job to move the solar fan, right? The you have to cut a new hole? Uh, so. Depends on your pitch uh, of your roof. Uh, I'd have to come out and take a look at it, but I would say that's... Uh, uh, anywhere from a $450 job on up to a 600 range. Okay. Right. And can you repeat your website again? Uh, well, we got two. You can go to highlandroofingnc.com, highlandroofingnc.com, or okay. handyhelpers.com. Handyhelpers.com. Okay. H-A-N-D-Y helpers. And when okay. you do it, uh, mention you called the show on Saturday, so Tim will recognize that and we'll come out and take a look at it for you because – Look, you're, you're, it's very frustrating for you right now, and he's going to give you some uh, alternatives, uh, maybe the best way, the most inexpensive way, whatever the best way is, he'll lay it out and give you a plan as you go down uh, the list, okay? Okay, thank you so much. I appreciate thank it. you. Yes, Good yeah. calls. I mean, because Bye-bye. this heat is driving me crazy anyway. That's the first time I've heard of that. Really? Yeah. Now, I've seen uh, uh, pilot lights go out for other reasons, but that's the first one that I've heard of that. You know, I'm, I'm, mine's up there, and it's hot up there, too. But Was well, yours electric, or is it a gas propane? I think it's electric. Is it? Yeah. So you wouldn't have a pilot light. He's got. He's evidently That's right. I don't it. have a pilot light. Yeah. See, that's why I'm not the handy helper. Yeah. See, that's why I'm the radio guy, because I don't know anything. He's running By the way, I don't like the electric. Thinking. I'd rather have a gas, you know, yeah. but those but that's the way it is. Down south it's electric. Up north there's everything's gas. Mm-hmm. Gas stove in your kitchen, mm-hmm. which is a lot better. Mm-hmm. And but everything down here is electric. 919-860-9783. Uh give us a call. Whatever the question is. That was an interesting question, and Tim has some good answers for it. And like Tim said, that's not an uh a usual problem, but uh, unusual enough, and uh, we can solve that problem for you. HandyHelpers.com. Tim Feruzzi is in the studio with us. Got an email question. Seen various cracks in my foundation of my townhome in the garage inside the home, and the wood flooring was installed. Home's four years old, but I've only owned it for two. Huh? Well, you know, that um, obviously if they've owned it for two, they've had an inspection done, so hopefully there's some... Well, who knows if these inspectors are any good? Now, I'm not knocking. If you're an inspector, 
please call us. We'd like to talk to you. 919-860-9783. Uh, if you don't mind. I mean, I'm going to put you on, on the hot seat, but, I mean, not really. The seat's not that hot. Well, I'll But tell I you, wonder sometimes. I'll tell you, these home inspectors, I've been pretty impressed with what i Oh, I've there you go. Here. See, he's on your they, team. They, I'm not. They, they do a good job. I, uh, you know, I've, I've, I think they're very thorough, and, and, and sometimes they're, they're a little too thorough right. in, in a sale of a house. Let's but, get this caller on me because we've got a break. We may hold the caller through the break. We'll see. But I want to make sure we get all the callers on and all the questions answered. Mark, uh, you're on with us right now. Ask your question. Mark, if, we, if we're going to break, can you hold on through the break? Because I want to make sure we take care of you here on the show. Absolutely. All right, go ask your question to Mr. Ferruzzi. Okay. So Wait a minute, Mr. Ferruzzi. What am I doing? Tim! I have a, a screen door in front of my house, a storm door, glass front door. It has a metal surround on it. And they never took the, the, the plastic protective film off of it. Mm-hmm. And and now over the years it's staked on and cracked and I want to remove it. What should I use? Hmm. Um, I, I wonder if um, um, acetone would work with that. Uh, you could give it a try. Just buy a small pint of acetone. Obviously, make sure you you wear very thick gloves. You don't want that right. stuff absorbing your skin. But I would think acetone might be the solution. But be careful of what it might do to things around it, like your paint and things right. of that sort. But I would think that would be. My first choice. You know, it's okay. interesting. Did you say, repeat this again, you have a storm door. Well, it, 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 right. And he left the plastic a, a on it. Metal, metal frame with a, a glass in mm-hmm. Well, did, did people leave the plastic on there? Well, it was probably, yeah, well, not a, not normally, but maybe his was so tight that it they didn't recognize it. and they left Right. It. Okay, Mark, you had another question you want to hold on? Stick around. No, that was good. I'll just listen to the show. Thanks yes, a lot. Sir. Well, yep. we appreciate you doing that. Thanks. Making right. your home great, 919-860-9783. We're going to take a quick break here, check on the Republic, make sure it's still standing, because you never know nowadays. And we'll be back with handy helpers and your calls. Lines are open, 919-860-9783. I'm telling you right now, it's a good show today, Making Your Home Great with Tim Ferruzzi. Don't forget, Tim Ferruzzi was featured in Good Housekeeping, good housekeeping Magazine, July issue. Pick it up. And uh, that's a, a national magazine where Tim was talking about the quality of work, uh, the years he's been in business, the honesty, and it's good stuff like that. And uh, we're very proud of the fact that Tim Ferruzzi, uh, they contacted him. What a great interview in Good Housekeeping Magazine, July issue. Uh, pick it up. 919-860-9783. The lines are open. It's time for you to call. Turn your phone into a microphone. Everybody has questions of something. Some of the questions we had so far, very interesting questions. We need yours if you're thinking about doing something. You know, I stare at things. I go, I need to, I need to do something with the, my garage. It's disgusting. I need to, you know, put some, uh, you know, some... Uh, things in there and you know just clean it all out and build some stuff and that's some some of tim thing to do putting shelves in there i i don't i think when you build a house tim well that's extra i understand that they all have a budget you know like like the guy with the water heaters in the attics that's a stupid idea to me i mean they don't do that all the time anymore do they uh no i think the ideal place for it would be in a, a garage closet in the garage 
Okay. That's the perfect place for it. In the garage, but in a closet in the garage. Now, the closet could be used for other things, but that would be my, my thought of an ideal scenario. 919-860-9783. By the way, Tim's in the gutter business, too, and moisture barriers and whatever problem you have. And roofing, of course. He's got Highland Roofing NC, one of the biggest roofing companies in the in the state. And they do more work than anybody, especially in the Triangle area and eastern part of uh, North Carolina. That's Highland Roofing NC, by the way, any roofing situations. And uh, give us a call, 919-860-9783. I got an email question. I have a good hardwood floor. But it's heavily stained by dog urine. Why, you idiot? Train your dog! He said he sanded it already. Yeah. And mopped it up, cleaned it, applied hydrogen peroxide? Really? Mm-hmm. Do you clean wood? What do you... Let me... Just a sidebar here for my, my personal... Uh, mm-hmm. What do you clean the wood for us with? Just hot water? Um, we, in our house, we use vinegar. You put a little white vinegar in the water. Yeah, yeah, and that and my wife. And it doesn't my, take the because my wife will get crazy. And if And my I do wife it. does that because that's what she's always done in her family. She's passed down generation after generation. And actually, it is the uh, you know for people that have problems with chemicals, which we don't in our household. But uh, my wife does. She vine- doesn't like vinegar, chemicals. Vinegar is the way to go for that. And we use vinegar on the hardwood, and it, it does a great job. And it doesn't. Uh, no, no problems at all. I got to tell my wife that because she won't let, I mean, she anti everything chemicals, you know, we're all going to die. But going to his question, what was that? Uh, he said, uh, repeated, oh, the, he yeah. had a hardwood floor heavily yeah. stained by dog urine. He sanded already, mopped it up, cleaned it, yeah. applied hydrogen peroxide. HP uh, did lighten the black stain, but it's not gone completely. Uh, yeah. Geez, how much hydrogen peroxide do you put on there? Well, I think that's that might be a lost cause. Uh, unfortunately, it depends on how bad it is. You know, obviously, an area rug might be a solution once he's got them all finished. But typically, when you get urine that deep into the wood, you Ooh. know, the water just I mean, and you get just standard water does it over the years as well. Uh, it darkens the wood, does things of a sort. So, oh, I see. He was using. I thought he was using it clean. He's just trying to lighten the wood up. Yeah, the hydrogen peroxide is uh, some kind of bleaching. Uh, yeah, scenario. people. Well. You know, I was a kid in, in school, and back in junior high, everybody was hydro putting it on their hair, so we all have these blonde uh, hair in the front, yeah, which was go. really, uh, we all looked a little <laughs> weird as far as I was concerned. But hey, you went with the They're flow. Still doing that. You, you went with the flow back in those days. You wanted to be cool. 919-860-9783. Tim Ferruzzi, HandyHelpers.com. We always ask Tim, uh, interesting jobs last week. Uh, give us kind of highlights of what you, uh, what you were into. You saw about 50? Yeah, we uh, between Doug and I, uh, we looked at about fifty plus fifty five, something like that. Um, and may, the percentages: how many roofs, how many gutters? Just for laughs. Uh, gutters might be sixteen to eighteen of those. Th- that's a lot. Yeah. yeah. And you, and and you, when you go see when they're looking for gutters, I mean, are you are you are you pushing the six inch? Because I'm starting to we, believe we don't now. we don't push the six inch unless they need six inch. Okay. Which in a lot of scenarios they do. Well, I would think these houses, uh, you know, fairly decent sized houses. Uh, oh my goodness! Uh, somebody just went to Nashville, just walked by, <laughs> and that's going to scare me. I jumped there for a second, but I'll say hello to her in a minute. Um, but when some of these decent sized houses, they really need six mm-hmm. inch. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of water jumping right over the gutters, going behind the gutters, and uh, so um, there's a lot of issues with gutters. 
I know. I mean, I, I'm, I'm paying more attention to them now that uh, you've been around. 919-860-9783, and then roofs, a lot of roofing going on right now. Yeah, the other uh, 40, probably half of them were roofs, and then the other were interior work, exterior renovations, uh, bathroom remodeling, things of a sort. Bathroom remodeling is something that I think a lot of people think about if their home's 20 years or yeah. 30 years old. I mean, what is there? I mean, well, I picked up a job job this week. Now you say that it was a you know, ranch style home, what, maybe fourteen hundred square feet, um, and uh, she just wants to update the house. It was built in the '60s, and she's got a bathroom master bath that she is getting older. She's having some issues with stepping over the tub, so she wants to put new tile in, tear out all the old tile, toilet vanity, uh, take out the wallpaper, and she was talking about taking out the tub and retiling that and. And I gave her a price, and then um, I also I, I, I said, "Well, have you ever thought about a cutaway where you come in and cut out part of the tub? It's a it's a tub cutaway turns it into a walk-in shower scenario. So we've done several of those. So what do you do? You cut the middle of the tub exactly, and then you put this kit, uh, and you need to know what you're doing. So you need to hire a professional. Well, I wasn't going to do it myself. No, for I mean, but, come on, give me a break. Yeah, but no, it's people. All right, folks, just listen <laughs> to what he's saying here. You know, if you try. You know, all right, rule number but, one, folks. Okay, we, we we know this, okay? Yeah, I can do it. And you do it, and then it ends up calling Feruzzi, and it costs you three times as much. Okay, we've so, all been there. I mean, my father taught me something a long time ago. We handle what we know, son. If we don't know it, then we get somebody who does. And I, I that was a good thing from Dad, because mm-hmm. Dad was in the wholesale meat business, mm-hmm. and he said, you want to know about meat? Give me a call. You want to know about fixing the toilet? We'll call uh, Subi Zenju, the toilet guy. I mean, you know, whatever. Well, hopefully we're all good at what we do. And I mean, uh, there are certain know. things. Like, I mean, come on. I put in a ceiling fan once. Okay? I actually yeah. did it. Yeah. I've changed, uh, you know, some outlets and, I, you know, did a few things. I mean, I know you know your limits, folks. But what he's saying about cutting this tub, go ahead. Yeah, be be careful because that could cost you a fortune if you don't do it right. And it's, uh, you know, you want to call someone like us and uh, – and I think okay. Well, let me get, give me the scenario. Paint the picture. You cut the. You can't even buy the kit unless you're qualified. Actually, you so need that, a license that, to buy the kit. Well, it's it's it's, but, yeah. But so she's going to save a lot of money. So we're not going to be taking out her tub. It was a, a good way for her to save some money, and she. Well, she's her. elderly. Yeah, she, she doesn't want to step over. Well, That's she's not, she's accidents. Not, she's not elderly. She's still working, uh, but. Um, it's just, you know, another problem that she has to step, what, a foot and a half over the tub? Yeah, and I mean, more accidents happen in that bathtub right, and right. people get injured, especially when you're not elderly but getting there. So, so paint the scenario for me, and you know, real quick, you know, paint the picture for us. We want to see, we got a bathtub, so where do you cut it? We're going to cut it in the middle. and uh, we How have big to, is the we, cut? Uh, it's approximately uh, two feet across okay, and two feet. Uh, with maybe, maybe eight or nine inches down. Okay. So your tub stays. You got a little bit of a lip. Your tub stays, and obviously you got a shower, um, a shower curtain, and that's your now. That's now your walk-in shower. Okay. So you, so there's so you've you just done, walk you've done, in. You've done nothing. You've got a walk-in shower now. Okay, but no, you, no door. But you can't. It's no, not a bathtub, so don't try filling it. Exactly. It's got, uh, it's no, okay. It won't hold water anymore, <laughs> except for the bottom three or four inches. Man, who takes a bath anymore anyway? I mean, I, I think. I ran into somebody that takes a bath every day. Uh, I don't think recently. you get clean. You got to get that soap scum off of you, don't you? Back in the old days is one thing, but yeah. No. When I take a bath, I, which is rare, 
I'll, I'll take a shower afterwards. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what people do. You know, 919-860-9783. Give us a call. Tim Ferruzzi, handyhelpers.com. If you have any questions about anything, give us a call. We've had some good calls today. I got another uh, question here. I want to paint my aluminum siding. I saw posts that say you must prime the paint. Ferruzzi, talk to me. Yeah, and you may need to do more than that. Um, obviously, you got to make sure it's clean. Uh, of mildew and dirt and then uh, oxidation is going to be another issue so you may have to scrub it down to get the oxidation off uh, to a certain degree at least a chunk of it and sometimes a really fine sandpaper 400 grit or something will help with that Ooh, that's a big job though I mean, and then you've got to come in and uh, use uh, the right primer and paint and that's a big. I think Mom had that done. We 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 sold Mom's house, but it's up in Michigan. I think that uh, it was white, and I went there. It was green. I think she, mm-hmm. you know my brother probably handled it. Not that he did it. Yep. He took care of the right people. Though. And you know you want to do things long term. I mean, you can do short term solutions, but but understand that in you're going to pay the price if you don't do it right the first time. And, you know, and what, let's go back to Leo, my old man. He said, "Son." We know what we can do. If we can't do it, we call somebody who knows how to do it. Thank you very much, Dad. Appreciate it. I miss you. 919-860-9783. Handyhelpers.com. Good time to call. Lines are open. We're waiting for your question. What do you got in mind? We can help you. Lines are open. We're making your home great. 919-860-9783. Tim Ferruzzi's with us. Handyhelpers.com. The heat, man. The heat. What does the heat do to it? I mean, my my bill was crazy. Slows us down. It's hot out there for your teams, too. It makes the workers not want to work on Saturdays, which we like to do, but we can't do it on when Not with this heat. No, this has been brutal. Yep. And, uh, you know, my energy, my uh, bill was... Alcohol, you know, I mean, it's just insane, you know. But, I mean, we're, it's going to get better. I mean, it's just uh, summers now are really getting tough, and it beats up your house, too. Mm-hmm. All that sun, it's extremes. Mm-hmm. Cold winter, mm-hmm. you know, freezing your your roofs and your, your house in the summer, just beating it to death, man. Yeah. I mean, it's it's amazing. What kind of damage does a lot of heat do to, to homes? Good for business. I know, it's good for business, but what is the damage? What's, well, like, the number you know, one thing? that the heat does to your house. I mean, is it messing with our wood? Is our house moving? I mean, I don't, I don't understand some of that. Well, obviously, yeah, there's expansion and contraction issues. There's um, obviously moisture issues because you're having more downpours this time of year when they do happen. Uh, the roof is being tested. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's asphalt, which is petroleum, so it's, it's drying out even more. Um, is it cracking uh, cement on the drive? My driveway's got a crack in it. I don't yeah. know. I mean, it just usually not. That's if it's thick enough. Not that's not usually a problem. Um, yeah, and things like just your siding. Your siding is taking a beating. Your paint's taking a beating. Oh man. Um, yeah. So, and I mean, your heating and air systems are wearing out. Oh, thanks. Because they're being used. He's more. a lot of fun today, isn't he? Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. Give us a call. Uh, but we talked about we started the show with uh, insulating that attic to really help you out with your bill, and uh, Tim's really good at that. And if you want somebody to come over and take a look at that and see what it would take, because you did it. I mean, he's over here because he's in the business, did his attics, 
and he keeps his thermostat at 78 and they're wearing a sweater at his house because of that because that does make a huge difference i mean yeah. and, and your doors your seals all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. that nobody pays attention mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. and you go in and say see that gap right there you, you know well, it's cost you 20 percent. and things you do under the framing and you know it costs you know more money up front to do these things but you'll start seeing a break even your your money will come back to you very quickly in, in windows and doors and all that yep. kind of stuff. And doors, I, I think, especially because, uh, you know, I mean, you see those gaps all the time. Mm-hmm. Is it Does it help to have a storm door? Because I don't have one on my front door. Yeah, I mean. I mean, what does it do? Yeah, storm doors help. I mean, it's just another air barrier. You know, our value comes from dead airspace. So if you create dead airspace, that helps. Okay, so I should put a storm door in. Yeah. And uh, I don't see a lot of them in my neighborhood, though, that I can think about it. I mean, they, see, that was standard at one time, wasn't it? And now they don't do it anymore. Yeah, it comes and goes. I mean, it, it's just, it's amazing to me. I think what you do is, after you move into your new home, you have Feruzzi come over and do the detail work. It's sort of like aftermarket when you buy a car, <laughs> You know, you buy the car, and then you you go and you get what you really want in it. Well, you know, and and that does actually kind of make sense. Well, you know, building code is minimum building code. So when people say this house was built to code, oh yeah, those are minimums. When I do remodeling and repair, I always like to step it up. So instead of buying seven sixteenths OSB for a roof, I'll try to buy five eighths plywood with actual veneers. Costs me a little bit more money, but I know that what I've done is good. It's going to be there for a while. The treated lumber for the crawl spaces for the whole addition that yeah. we do, or whatever it is. So, we're always being we're very conscious. We use science in what we do. There you have it, Tim Feruzzi, handyhelpers.com. We got time for a call nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. Give us a call, and uh, Tim's with us every Saturday at two o'clock. Well, most Saturdays at two o'clock, here to answer your questions. And uh, you know, it's interesting. The, the and the, don't forget, good housekeeping July issue. Pick it up if you have it. Read the great story in there. They interviewed Tim about uh, well, how many years in business, the honesty, the quality, and it's a good story because good housekeeping doesn't put anybody in that magazine, and they've got a big reputation, and Tim was honored that they contacted him to talk about his years in business with HandyHelpers.com and roofing and et cetera. And uh, we got some big news coming up maybe in a couple of months, uh, Tim, on a national scale, and we'll talk more about it. Not that Good House Union isn't, but something else. And just I only bring that up because he's, you know, he's embarrassed to bring it up, but I bring it up because it just goes to show you that uh, the quality, the workmanship, and somebody that actually cares. I mean, that's, it images everything, folks. You want to deal with people you can trust, okay? And, uh, you know, and that's why I went on – on a couple of job sites with him to see how he works. And I do that because that's my responsibility as a host of the show, not to sell you a bill of goods because I'm not going to do it. And you know me, people that known me from talk radio in my past career, I don't take any, you know what, we're going to get the job done and get it done right. And if it's not, you call me directly or email me and we'll see to it. You got a big week coming up. What's uh, what's the plans for Handy Helpers, Highland yeah. Roofing, yeah. Uh, Gutter? What's the name of the Gutter Company? I keep uh, uh, Triangle. Uh, gutter and gutter guard company. And, and um, that is so important, folks. Give them a call. I was talking to a friend of mine that's looking to replace part of the gutter. I told him to get a call, uh, go to handyhelpers.com and get an idea about that because I'm learning something from Tim. You're going to replace your gutters or, or do some parts of your gutters. 
you got to call Tim. That six-inch gutter may save you a lot of grief. What do you got coming up? And you, you, you had some big jobs you were Lots working on. And you work. do commercial work, too. Lots of work, room additions, roofing jobs, uh, repair, specialty repair jobs, roofing exteriors, interior, kitchen, uh, what are some bathroom. of the specialty things you're, you're you're doing? Well, you know, we run into these situations where, um, you know, the, some of the designs of these homes, uh, they have leaks, sometimes immediate, and they just don't know it till years later. Uh, just the way water uh, accumulates and, and mm-hmm. where it's going, the direction it's going on a roof and walls and things of a sort. So we've really made a name for ourselves coming in and solving problems that other people just haven't figured out. And we use a lot of redundancy in the way we do it. And, and I know that sounds kind of, I know it sounds odd, redundancy, uh, like saying something over and over again, but the, the products we use, double layers, triple layers, behind walls, things that you're going the extra mile. Handyhelpers.com, jot that down. Handyhelpers.com, email Tim, tell him you heard him on our show. He'll get to you anything you need. He's got roofing. Gutters, moisture barriers, and handyhelpers.com. Joe Wade Formicola making your home great. Tim, have a safe day today. Keep cool, and we'll talk to you soon. Yep. Next week, right here at WPTF. Take care.